Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to Voices from the Bench, episode number 95. My name is Elvis. And my name is Barbara. So We are back from Visions 21 and what a fantastic show it was. You know, I really felt like we had great speakers, great presenters, a lot of people, a lot of networking. Everybody had a really, really good time and I felt real positive about the meeting overall. It was fantastic. And the Palms Hotel, amazing. Loved it. Yeah, they did a good job on the rehab. Yes, they did. And Barb, you did a fantastic job with your presidential duties. Thank you. I just got back. I literally just flew home and um, now we're connecting. And um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do as much podcasting as I wanted because I was so busy. But you are definitely a rock star, my friend. You are forgiven. I'll let you slide during this one, <laughs> but I'm going to need you next weekend you at the Voices of Dentistry. So I'm in. we're going to be laboratory people in a field full of dentists. So your presidential ego will have to be put away for a, for a week. It's put away right now, my friend. <laughs> I'm good. Even though you were busy, which we completely understand, I still managed to get some really good content, got to talk to some great people. So everyone look forward to some of those interviews that we'll release here in a couple weeks or a month. Yes. And even though we're winding down from our fun weekend at Vision 21, we are gearing up for Voices of Dentistry next weekend. Thanks to our good friends at Kettenbach, Elvis and I will be recording in a room full of dentists, assistants, and hygienists. We will be the only lab techs there. Do you guys have any thoughts on what we should ask them? If you have the opportunity to ask the clinical dental team and not worry about keeping them or getting them as a client, what would you ask? Let us know. We've got about six days before we leave. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com, and we will ask those very questions at Voices of Dentistry. Now, all of these events, Visions 21, Voices of Dentistry, or even LMT Lab Day Chicago, none of them would be possible without the support of the various vendors in our profession. They not only work very hard to provide us with the products that we need to do what we do, but most work twice as hard to provide us with the support we also need. And while I was at the Eastern Conference of Dental Laboratories in North Carolina last November, I had this chance to speak with two well-known gentlemen from two well-known companies in our industry. First up, I spoke with Greg Martin, CDTTE from Renfort, USA. Greg talks about what Renfort does, how it got started, and their super cool Easy View microscope, which you see a lot of other companies use when they're doing their table clinics. Greg is one of those guys that you'll see at a show. He's always super nice and willing to help anyone out. And then we talked to Maurice Whitlock, CDT from Arm and Gearbach which I'm sure I'm saying wrong. Actually, you aren't. Good job. Holy schmoly. (laughs) Mo got his start in the United States Air Force and is now working with labs to improve their digital workflow. We talk about how it's important to teach dentists early while they're at school and, interesting, the shift of technicians doing lab work inside dental offices. He also talks about the first ever virtual Facebook. It's good stuff. So join us from the Eastern Conference of Dental Laboratories with Greg Barton and Maurice Whitlock. 
So did you know that NOAC Dental carries all roll-in milling machines? Not only do they have an amazing price and trade-in promotions on the unit, but they are also offering an extra year of warranty on all new mill purchases, which is amazing. So reach out to NOAC Dental Digital Team at, write this down, 855-669-2533 or visit them at www.noacdigital.com. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. So we're here, day two of the Eastern Conference of Dental Laboratories. We are with Greg Martin, CDT, TE, from Renfert. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. You know, I see Renfert at every convention that I go to. What is Renfert? What exactly do they do? Well, so we're a company, privately owned company, based in Germany, Okay. Uh, we've been around and now. This next year will be 95 years wow. in the industry. Um, so it was started a long time ago and became a really well-known in the industry uh, for our equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really high quality, and that's that's continued on as we've gone. So in the in the industry, I think that's one of the biggest things that our reputation kind of oh, precedes absolutely. us. And so when we go into labs, people recognize us just because they've. Most every lab we go into has a piece of our equipment. Something. Absolutely. And they don't even really realize what it is. Yeah, they, they may know not. they have it, and right. it's been there forever. And that's the <laughs> thing. I think that's the, that's the main thing is just they know that uh, they can depend on our products. And so when they, yeah. when they come in, it's when you come in, it's always kind of it's like a welcome. Oh, hey, yeah, it's good to see you. So. Do you know the product that started the company? What got them into it? Was it, was it one of the first actual super glues for the Super glue. Yeah, it was like a, like a super glue for the industry. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do you guys yeah. still make that? We actually, well, we actually do still make that, but we don't actually, they sell that actually in, in Europe. We don't have that here in the U.S. Anymore. Really? Yeah. Is there so, a lot of products that you see in Europe that you don't see here in America? Um, most everything that we have is, uh, both. Yeah, is, is both. Yeah, is both. Yeah. And we're global, so we're we're represented by, we have, I think, over 500 dealers in 101 countries. No kidding. Yeah. So we're, we're represented across the globe. And you guys don't sell direct. You sell through... We sell through a dealer network, dealers, absolutely. Too. So we have dealer partners that we've been working with for years here in the U.S. With so NOAC. NOAC is one. Yep. Zon Dental. Zon, yep. Uh, several. Uh, Atlanta Dental, Pearson, Patterson. All the big names. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Benko. I mean, Benko, I don't yeah. want to leave anybody out. Absolutely. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But basically, right. you can find it everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So you're a CDT. I am. Did you come from a lab? I did. I used to own my own laboratory. Did you? So I started out. My brother's a dentist. Okay. And his wife's also a dentist. Uh, so in college, it was one of those things where I was around the the dental field. Sure. While he was uh, going through dental school, I was an undergrad. We lived together. And uh, he was going that route. I was going a little bit different route. And, and then out of school, uh, he decided, he's like, you really should maybe look into the dental lab. Yeah. And I was like, what's that about? And uh, I got to meet his lab tech that did a lot of his work and sort of developed a relationship with them. And I said, you know, that's something I should really. So after graduating University of North Carolina, and doing some other things, I ended mm-hmm. up going back to lab school, went to Durham Tech. Did you? Yeah, yeah I talked to them yesterday. Right. Very good, nice school. So uh, graduated from that program, and then I actually worked for a, a large lab in Asheville, North Carolina, out of okay. school, Anderson Dental Lab, which 
you can see there's a lot of folks here that have fed from that. Yeah. Um, Image Dental Arts and... A lot of employees that started their own, yeah. Yeah, so, and then I had my own lab for about a little over six years. What'd you do? Crown and Bridge, or...? I did, I did, right. Um, So, I was just a one-man lab. Okay. myself. Out of the garage, that kind of thing? Yeah, a little bit. You know, I built my own lab, built my own own building, and sort of worked out of that. Um, But it was just a a small place, you know. It was sort of how the industry was, which is surprising, 20 years ago. Wow. And we're out, look where we've come from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so so after that, well, not after that, it was sort of during the process. I think really what led me to it, I, was, I'm not, I didn't realize how much time would be spent alone, I guess. <laughs> you know? And I'm not, well, and, yeah. and there's a lot of that. And so for me, the, the best time that I, when I was uh, away from the bench, I mean, I enjoyed doing the work, but I really enjoyed the consulting, talking to the dentists and realize how much time I spent doing that and yeah. honestly that's what I really loved and I said you know what I really more than the bench work yeah or as much and I said you know what I, is there a way that I can take my skills and what I've learned and maybe use a little bit of my other skills that I have and and interact with people how can I do that so I just started researching sales positions mm-hmm. and happened across uh, GC America okay uh, sent several resumes out and and it came back, and I got a lead, and they said, hey, we're looking for a position. And have you done dental sales before? Not really, no. But I you mean, know the stuff. I'm in sales, but I'm a technician. Yeah. And they said, well, we're looking for something, and that's kind of how it started. So, so GC America is your first. That's right. That was did first. you close your lab at this point, or did I you did. try to juggle both? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was absolutely. I was on the road, so uh, ended up moving to Nashville. Okay. And so did that for a while, and then um, from there I actually moved back. So I was with GC for... Nearly seven years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Until 2014. And then from there, I was, uh, I worked with NOAC for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this this position uh, with, with Renfert became available. And really, the nice thing with both companies, I used their products in my lab. And that's why I went to GC. I was, I was using the porcelain, knew the company, trusted sure. the products. It means a lot if you're going to go into sales for a company that you actually know the company and you knew it previously and you believe in it because you've put it into practice right yeah and that's the thing biggest thing is and where i come from and i think that's one of the things that helps me is i think people trust me and the reason is because i try to be authentic and i'm saying listen this is a product that i use and this Mm -hmm. is a product i believe in sure and so really that's really what led me back to renford um because i'd use their i had several (laughs) of the products in my laboratory of sandblaster uh, suction unit sure waxer i mean all these things that i use and i knew it so when an opportunity presented itself i was like you know what this could be a great opportunity uh because at the time they didn't really have per se a traveling salesperson oh they didn't no so no. they said hey we we want to really we we know that our product is out there and we've been living on a reputation for so long but they said you know we really want to reconnect back with the lab mm-hmm. we want to reconnect back with the people who are our customers, customers that sure. are fans of Renford. I would believe that if you don't have that direct sale, you lose that a little bit. Right. Because you're relying on the Noax and the Zons right. and the other ones to have that connection. Right. 
makes sense that you guys need to get back into the face. Right. And yeah. I think that's that's one of the things we did, and it helped us. I mean, it, for a while, it's it's hard to do that as one or two people to go and see everybody. Real young. And you want to. Because yeah. I have a really, I've got a soft spot in my heart for the one-man lab, because that's what I was, right? Yeah, you know? sure. But so we did that for a few years, and I think that helped sort of reinvigorate our brand here in the mm-hmm. U.S. And, you know, then, of course, with social media, you can yep. magnify that and multiply that effect. And Absolutely. We did that. And, um, you know, as the industry is, you know, has changed so much, we sort of pulled back to not ever not go away from that, mm-hmm. but to really work with our dealers to, to work with in education. Because now that's the biggest point is I think people really are, there's a, a void yep. for educating the technicians and, and educating that, you know, you need to have your dealers who are going to be selling your product as well to to be educated about the product. Well, absolutely. There's nothing worse than the sales guy that doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. <laughs> There's absolutely right. nothing worse, and we all know him. Right. Yeah. So our motto for our company is making work easy, okay? Mm-hmm. And w- the biggest part of that is, yes, our products are reliable, okay? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, for sure. Uh, and they're all designed by dental technicians for dental technicians in Germany, how can we make this process in the laboratory easier? Sure. So we want to translate that to the to the dealers just to make them feel not only, hey, I'm, I trust this product. If I sell it, I know I'm not going to have to worry about it tearing up. The lab's going to love it. They're going to love me because I sold them this yep. Renford product. Absolutely. And for us, that makes, we think, making it selling for them easy because they know they have that on mm-hmm. that end. So it works for both. The customer's happy. And the dealer's happy because they know they sold a good product. Yeah. And so. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are some of Renford's biggest products that are out there? I mean, so, you mentioned Sandblaster, and I think we right. even have one at our lab. But okay. what are some of the other ones? So we've got several products uh, that you're probably familiar with. may have it in your lab probably. already. Yeah. So um, one of the, you know, of course, the Sandblasters that we talked about, but Extraction is a big part of what we sell. So dental extraction, suction units. Suction units, yeah, sure. absolutely. Uh, so we have different suction units for really for be- at regular bench work. Yep. Uh, we also have, of course, cam for uh, the mills for mills sure. uh, suction units. Several different types. But one of the things that with our uh, suction units that's important, and this is another focus of Renford, is it's not just about quality on the or the longevity of the product. We wanted it to work better and. Part of one of the things that they did was the noise in the laboratory. Oh, a I lot of people it, don't. Yeah. And it could be. It's terrible. It could just be a, a small noise. You don't think it's not necessarily a what we would consider loud, but it's just yeah. an annoying frequency. So oh, yeah. Renford, actually, they did a lot of study on the acoustics and the frequencies. You'll notice with our suction units that not only are they not loud, they're yeah. you know, 55 to 60 decibels, which is like a Bosch dishwasher. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. um, they change the actual frequency so that it's Less not annoying. that annoying. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so that's a that's a big part. So we have those as well. That's pretty cool. Um, we have, of course, everything as far as model production goes in the laboratory. We have a workflow for that. So we're our twister vacuum mixer, mm-hmm. the Vibrax vibrating unit. Um, yeah, our MT3 model trimmers, model trimmers, which trimmer, is sure. one of the most powerful in the industry. Yeah, that's a thing our top pinning unit so you have to pin a model obviously so we have everything from a to z as yep, far as yep. that that workflow goes it sounds like almost anyone wanting to open up a lab could 
pretty much do it with all of your products. They could absolutely get close, right? Get close. Yeah, I mean, especially more so on the on the analog side. Yeah, but we also have some products in the workflow at the end of the process. Once you have uh, so post milling, I guess you'd best mm-hmm. would say it. So it's for for polishing that restoration, finishing the restoration. We have those like hand those pieces and not so much that, but the polishing. The, the polishers, the cutting discs, okay, polishers, sure. you know, a diamond polish, okay, uh, Renfort polish. So you got to get all into that. Yeah, too, we have yeah. it on that end. And, of course, we have the traditional, you know, all the waxing tools as well. So electric waxers, yep. wax pots, and, and the consumables on that. So the wax. Yep. We're really well known for our wax. All of our porcelain trays, the porcelain, everybody knows probably the Takanishi brush. Yep. So that's one of the great, I mean, it, every lab you go in probably... Has yeah, yeah. A Takanishi. No, I'm I'm sitting here rush. thinking. I know I've seen your guys' logo on about a, a dozen things in our lab, right. and since you've been around so long, our lab's been around so long. It's probably coated in a layer of, you know, probably. dental dust. <laughs> I have to blow it off to find out yeah. which ones are it. But yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it. Our equipment. We have. You guys have long-lasting equipment. That's right. important to a lab. You know, getting that ROI is a lot harder these days. It is. Because nothing's made as what it's used to, but right. it sounds like you guys are killing it. One of the big things is just maintaining that quality. That's one of the things that anytime Renford puts a product out, they're going to do a ton of, and we may not be the first person to the market sure. on something, but we do make sure that it's a quality product coming out. So yeah. they'll do a lot of research. They'll test it. The testing that they do is phenomenal. Um, they'll really take every piece of equipment almost and do sort of a virtual run through almost eight years worth of life yeah. before they'll even, you know, switching a switch on and off for a bunch for, of time for what they would consider about eight years worth of lifespan. Or asking sure. people, is this tone annoying or is this tone annoying? Yes. <laughs> is this tone annoying? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> That's so, hilarious. Um, so they, they spend a lot of time, uh, you know, and then we had it about three years ago. We, we launched uh, the, well, I guess it's now well about three years ago, IDS. Uh, 2017, mm-hmm. we had the Easy View, so that sort of was a new product for us. I uh, saw that over yeah, there. Right. That's where you can like camera work what you're doing. Exactly. So we've had the Mobiloscope That's microscope. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we've had the microscope for years, and it's been a, a great product for us. But the Easy View was a brand new system, so it's a whole new concept. So instead of looking through loops where you're bent over your your yep. neck is. You know, you're hunched over for hours sure. a day. Now you're in a nice, relaxed position. You're looking directly at a screen. So you're working off of a polarized screen that's high definition, so it's easy on your eyes. eyes yeah, It works for a lot of things. So not only is it great for QC, it's, it's perfect for communication because where there's a foot pedal, you can take photos of the work right there. It, oh, saves, wow. it saves it to a USB. Then you can email those directly to your doctor's. You know, if you wanted to FaceTime, you know, he, now you can pull, you know, grab your phone, pull up, and they can see on your screen. You're showing them on the screen. Hey, doctor. What you're seeing. Yeah, you see what I'm seeing here? Yeah. This impression, or I poured this model. I really can't read this margin. So there's a lot of great I think it's cool it. for teaching the employees at, at a lab. Right. Because you, you know that time where the owner, the manager says, all right, everyone gather around and see what I'm doing. Right. And they're just kind of just barely seeing you, and you got an elbow. And, well, and, that's and the thing. And the way. And even for our manufacturer partners or other guys who are in the industry you've seen it here at this uh, a lot of these meetings where they'll say oh we're doing a table clinic and they're showing something and obviously what we do most of the time is a small very small yeah, detailed yeah. detail oh, it's all in the details right so the issue is if you've got a table clinic unless there's some type of camera showing it on a big screen 
which no is another thing that we can do. We can actually split that signal off, and you can have whatever's on the monitor put on a projector or a big screen. So, yeah. So the presenter can see what he's doing and answer questions, and then back behind him, everybody sure, can see it. Yeah. And the issue, again, uh, with whether it's uh, at the bench, in the lab, it was always been notoriously you learn over the shoulder. So yeah, over the yeah. shoulder training. <laughs> we talk who, about that a lot on the who can Who can actually learn? Only really about one or two technicians can actually look over the shoulder and learn what someone's yeah. doing. Now you can set up and do it, and you can teach 100 people at one time. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It hooks up to any TV or anything? So or? it comes with its own monitor. Okay. Uh, and it's an HDMI so out signal, so you can actually, you can actually uh, we have a splitter that you can use, so you're looking at the actual screen, and that will always connect to this screen so you can see what you're doing. What you're doing, yeah. 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 But then you can actually split that signal off and put it to either Anywhere. projector, so you can imagine it, vision meeting, it being on two Whatever oh, that huge. Is doing. Yeah, where they split, split it and it's a big deal. And it could deal. be on a 80-foot screen if you wanted to. That's pretty cool. So, pretty That's nice. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so. I highly suggest anyone checking that thing out because, yeah. I mean, the, the versatility of it is just it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice. But we're excited. So we actually just have recently hired. Uh, we've got the whole Renfrew sales team here. I now. saw that. You guys are like a posse. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. your red ties. <laughs> I think we're, we look like the uh, quartet of some sort. Yeah. You know, everybody was like, oh, we had the red ties and black suits on yesterday. So it was like <laughs> so we were coming up with the names. We are trying to figure out it was. Uh, cause Who's one the of our, base? Who's the tenor? Right, right, right. <laughs> so I think the name that we finally settled on because one of our guys, uh, Cody, Cody Sowers, he's going to kill me for saying this, but he looks like a clone of Sean McVay. So. It was Sean McVeigh and the Bijou. So Bijou's another product that we sell. So I think that was the name we nice. sort of settled on. <laughs> I would buy a ticket. I would buy a ticket. Let's do it at the next meeting. So we, we still haven't decided who's the lead singer. It doesn't uh, matter. But it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no. I, I guess since I'm the director of sales, I would, it would have to be me. Well, know, they're right? all going to look at you right. just because. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, it's awesome. a good time. Yeah, That's good time. awesome. Yeah. Greg, thank you so much for sitting down. Yeah, It's absolutely. good to know you. and it's, uh, Thanks, Good to so see you. Appreciate you so it. Appreciate so I am here at the Eastern Conference of Dental Laboratories, day two. Joining me is Maurice Whitlock from Armand Gerbach. Armand Gerbach. I don't know that's if good. I can say it. No, that's all right. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Seriously. Armand Gerbach. Armand Gerbach. Yeah. Close. I'll get it. So what do you do with them? Uh, product specialist and a trainer. So um, a lot of variety of roles and responsibilities. Yeah, it's a very broad term you yeah. have there. So. Yeah, so it, I, I, it keeps me on my toes because, yeah. you know, one, one day I may be uh, at a show talking or in a dental school talking to second-year residents or in a lab, which is home for sure. me. So. so what, did you come from a lab? Did you? I uh, was a lab tech in the Air Force for 21 oh, years. Oh, excellent. For yeah. how many? 21 years. Wow. Re- retired from the Air Force, so, and then... Uh, Started working with a company called Cap. Okay, um, sure. And Very then familiar with went me. with Amon Gerbach and been been working with them for a few years now. So absolutely love what I'm doing. So when you got out of the Air Force or military, mm-hmm. or, you didn't go into a lab. No, you went to a milling center. Um, yes, and but I was doing uh, training and installs for that milling center. So they were. They were uh, actually distributing Amon Gerbach product. So oh, I see. I was doing all the installs and the training and, and similar to what I'm doing now, going to shows, but mm-hmm. just more roles, responsibilities now with, with AG. So Did you have so. a lot of milling when you were in the service? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, so we were, uh, at the time, it was all uh, Serona. Okay. Air Force White. Really? I didn't know that. My um, uh, initiation, for lack of a better term, into CAD-CAM was the, the Serona world. The so, in-lab. Yeah. yeah. Yep, so we had the in-lab system. And then when I went to CAP, it was it just broadened it because they had more things that they were distributing. Sure. So I had to learn a lot of different systems. So really helps Yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. And then plus you can also compare them to the in-lab because yep. you've had that experience. Exactly. So what do you typically do? Like, what's your typical week look like? You go to schools, you said? Um, yeah, it's literally, it, it literally changes from week to week. Sure. I'll give you one example. Uh, last month, I was at University of Texas Dental School in San Antonio talking mm-hmm. to Pross residents about our digital Facebook, the yep. new Zebras. And then the next week, I was at a show similar to, to this. was it at is. a show. You know, last week, I was at uh, the ACP in Miami. So, wow. And then, then I... Do advanced trainings, regular trainings, install. So you know, really, it is week to week. I, Are you guys in the clinical space a lot? No, it's you know what? It's really. I tell a lot of people this. I talk to the, there's a shift. You know, traditionally, it's like we're a, a lab company, mm-hmm. and the lab. It's still our core is, sure. is the lab. You know, but what I've noticed not lately is there's a, there's been a shift where you have dentists that are bringing labs in house. Yeah, sort of a hybrid. So you yep. have a, I call it dentist-funded installs because the doctor is paying for it, but I'm training, I'm still training technicians. A technician that on is the equipment that by they the buy. Exactly. Sure. So that that's one one thing I've really noticed lately is, you know, what's happened to our career field, you know, the, ch- the massive changes we've had, not only just digitally, but the structure, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. where you have specialized and then huge milling centers and the, the middle seems to be shrinking. Yep. But I see from that shrinkage more going into working directly with doctors. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of in, in-house labs is what we're calling them. Really? Now, so. I oh, didn't yeah. realize that was yep. such a growing in- it part is. of our industry. Mm-hmm. Yep. How many do you usually visit in a week? Um, next week, for example, I'm going to, I'll be in uh, Manhattan, Long Island, and in New England all next week. Wow. And a little more difficult in Manhattan, just with traffic visiting sure. those, but also Stony Brook. So we're going to Stony Brook as well. They have our system, just kind of doing a follow-up since we're in the area. But it's anywhere from five or six labs a day mm-hmm. um, to the school. We'll probably stay in the school a little longer and work on some software. Do a lot of schools have your guys' mill? Or? Yes. Yeah. We've really kind of focused on getting our foot in the door in the schools mm-hmm. um, just so they're comfortable with our system. That way when they're, you know, when they, they graduate, graduate, they already know, they're familiar. Uh, so Do you we, see a seen, lot of that? We've seen a lot of, of seeds, uh, yeah. a lot of fruit from those seeds yeah, planted, sure. you know, because they just know it. I, I've had a couple of doctors that we've been to the dental school and our systems there, they got out and then, but they brought in a lab tech. We're training a lab tech. They're already familiar with it. Do you think that's common in, in younger dentists, them wanting to bring in that technician? Uh, yes, definitely. Why do you think that is? You know, it, it's kind of, I was talking to a doctor yesterday here at our booth, and they were, they wanted a little more control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of say, okay, it's control, but to me as a, as a technician, it's more communication. So you have that one-on-one communication in-house. Uh, most of these setups like this, the lab is a separate business within mm-hmm. the facility, and they work as a team. 
you know what I mean? And um, But they, on the doctor side, I do see the one doctor was here yesterday was like, oh, well, you know, I send everything off. I don't know who I'm sending it to, who I'm talking to. If I send it to a big, big center, um, I'm getting quality work. And I'm just like, okay, well, that, that's the goal we want. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's quality work. Good. But he still wanted that control. That's interesting. Because I don't um, think they're saving any money. No, I don't. I really, <laughs> you know, price has never really been brought up with a lot of these doctors I'm talking to, or uh, we, we see, you know, we see this partnership. So I, I just see it as another avenue for us as technicians. Sure. You have one, another choice partnering up and then we're owning, you know what I mean? We oh, have absolutely. that ownership of no, that We've side had a of lot it, so. of technicians on this podcast yeah. that are in office. Yeah. And yeah. they're phenomenal technicians. Exactly. exactly. And sometimes I'm almost sad that their talent is, quote unquote, wasted on just one doctor. One doc- yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Some of them, you know, one, I, one of the first ones a couple of years ago in West Palm Beach, it was a similar setup. And I told them, I said, with digital, your capacity is going to pass up what that doctor's prepping a day. Oh, sure. So I said, you want to try to have some agreement that you, you know, you establish, okay, we're partners. I'm going to take care of your work first. But then are you, are you open to taking other doctors, bringing other doctors in? And to me, that's, you know, really important that you don't just stagnate and do the same yeah, one or person minutes. or yeah. one office can only do so much. Exactly. And with digital, that's allowing us to take out a lot of steps that we had to do by hand that allows them to keep up yeah. you know, at that pace. That's so, cool. I think yeah. it is going to be a big part of our industry more and more. Oh, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Because yeah. it's like um, you have doctors that, they, they, you know, they want to be digital and they're like, but I want that. I want everything in here. Yeah, you know, so they they have space and have labs, so it's it's an opportunity to me. You know, I mean, I look at it as I can see there could be some apprehension from our our side that we're losing these people, but it's like it's, it's opportunities for our technicians. You know, I don't think we're losing anything. Yeah. I mean, really, we're expanding our need. Yep, and exactly, making us more valuable. Yeah, because doctors realizing to have us that close, yeah. and like you mentioned, the communication, it's it's yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, I see, like, when I do the training with them, I, I really, a lot of the pre-op work comes into play. Sure. Because I'm like, if you guys are all on the same page, as well as with the customer, you know, the worst thing is to do a six-unit anterior bridge. And we know that the lateral is a little bit shorter mm-hmm. than the central. Mm-hmm. But what are, our patients are, no, I want all that even straight across. Yeah, you know, and to us, do. it looks fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if we're all on the same page at the beginning with the communication, a lot less work or add-on, yeah. you know, we have to do after the fact. So that ability of that team, because it's always been, actually, you know, I was fortunate in the military because our lab was always embedded into the dental clinic. Yep. So the doctors I work with were right, were there. right next to me, you know, so we had that communication. But I think that speaks to some of the big labs and successful labs that, you know, you may be in North Carolina and a doctor you're working with is in Washington State. Mm-hmm. That just shows the quality that we have in our profession that without that communication, because a lot of times we get, what, maybe a picture, but other than that, it's A2. <laughs> Usually A2. not. Yeah, that's it. A2 make it look good. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, they don't even tell you what tooth number it is. You just yeah. got to find out when you pour it up. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Last night I, I went to your booth, mm-hmm. and you showed me this kind of virtual Facebook. Yes. It's got to be the only one out. I've yes. never seen it before. Yeah, it, kind of talk about that. Okay, because it was kind of interesting. Yeah. So, as a technician in Facebos, you know the years that we 
I don't know how many times we looked in the case pan and the face bows tucked in there nice and neat. They and always fold them lost. and put them back in the box. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, now it's arbitrary again. You yeah. know? Um, what's exciting about our Zebras, our digital face bow, is uh, in about 10 or 15 minutes, we're able to get a full digital representation of the dynamic movements of our patients. Yep. Um, the, the ease of which to do that and the ability to export that as a PDF is the exciting part because in 10 or 15 minutes, we have all that data. And to me, that's like gold. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, I can't remember the last time I did a custom guide table, but we're, we're essentially getting a custom guide table. Yeah. So especially on the real complex cases, to me, any, any extra data I can get is less time our customers which are our doctors are, are grinding in the chair so you know what i saw in the video you showed yesterday mm-hmm. is there was a patient and they had kind of like headpiece mm-hmm. on you know just kind of like a visor but above the eyes yep. and then the doctor would take a series of bites and trays yeah and this machine would read everything yeah and then in real time you would see this jaw skeletal movement that was exactly. moving in real time with the patient it yeah. gave you the readings and all the information that you yeah. would get. But am I to understand that you can take that and move it into three shape mm-hmm. and take that the models that you've scanned and put it all together to get a dynamic bite rather than a static bite that we usually get? Yeah. So one thing I love about our philosophy in, at Armand Gerbeck is we're a full system, yeah. but we're a full open system. That's so huge. So we have customers that are in our world for for lack of a better term, you know, yep. it's it's really seamless and, and automated and integrated in. So when I get all that data, I can literally press a button and all that information will transfer into a virtual articulator in our system. That's awesome. But we don't lock people out. You know what I mean? So you can take that same data and you just, you would manually enter it in, on any system mm-hmm. that has a virtual articulator and you have those settings. And to me, any, you know, you have static then you have your standard virtual articulator, and then now we have our dynamic movements, which is the third step in accuracy. And it's true you know? and real. Exactly. So we can take that information. So our customers who, who that are not our customers that have a different system, um, they can still use the zebras and use the data. They just have to manually enter it. But still, entering that, that data for five minutes could save a half hour, 45 minutes grinding easily. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I'm sure it's huge with Full Arch, Zirconia, oh, Crystal absolutely. Ultra, yeah. all that great stuff that's milled out, yeah. and it's just so much more controlled. You get a better bite, exactly. less chair-side adjustments. And based upon, you know, I talked about earlier about our relationships with some of our dental schools. We have um, University of Texas San Antonio that are actually going to be doing some studies and putting those out. We're working with them as far as using our zebras and they're actually going to calculate the time saving they're going to take the same case mm-hmm. complex case try it static try it generic settings for the articulator and then the dynamic movements sure. and measure that difference so um, really excited about that that is cool we're hoping to bring that early next year you know kind of showing here this is not just a cool gadget yeah you know what i mean this is a functional appliance that that uh that can help us so. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I know it's more meant for clinical mm-hmm. use, but mm-hmm. it's that information that we need. Absolutely. To do it. Absolutely. And most of the doctors, they understand and appreciate the importance of a face bow. It's just 
I think the hassle, the time, it's a huge hassle. trying to ship that and then hoping you get it back, and you know, even so, when it comes into yeah. the lab, you know, everyone kind of gives this. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. You know exactly. what happens just because it's just exactly. that much more stuff. Yeah, but yeah. to, to but do I love that, the idea of virtual. Yes, I mean that's pretty cool. Yes, I'm excited. You know, yeah. it's because in the, the ease of it, you know, the ease of getting that data is is. What, what Wait, was it has to be to easy to get it because then no one will take the time exactly. to get it. Yep. So that's cool. Yeah. Maurice, Mo, appreciate it, sir. Yes. Thank you for awesome. sitting down with Thank me. Thank you for having me. This yeah. is great. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Have you tried Whitmix's, Veracore, ZR Pro, Zirconia Discs yet? They not only produce very natural-looking crowns and bridges, but they are very strong at 1,140 megapaxels. When it comes to zirconia used in dentistry, high strength and excellent aesthetics is the end game. Veracore ZR Pro is available in three varieties, unshaded for those who prefer to design their own shading scheme, pre-shaded in all 16 Avita Classic shades plus a bleach, for those who want accurate shade reproduction without having to use liquid colorants before centering, and finally a multi-layered version, ZR Pro ML, which results in a natural color transition from cervical through incisal areas. Whitmix's top-of-the-line zirconia provides you with an ideal level of both value and chroma, which translates into desirable aesthetics that closely mimic that of natural dentition. So if you want to give your dentist something that is sure to win praise, send them your beautiful Zirconia restoration made from Whitmix's Veracore ZR Pro. You can purchase the 98mm disc from your dealer or order directly online from shop.whitmix.com. A big thanks to Greg Martin and Maurice Moe Whitlock for sitting down with Elvis without me, unfortunately, at the Eastern Conference of Dental Labs. We really love to see vendors have salespeople who are not only really into providing education and sponsoring, but when we get to meet vendors that employ people that spent time in the lab, either working or on their own, we really feel that they understand what we need. Bonus, hello, when they are CDTs, and that's important. So thank you to Greg and Mo for doing such a wonderful job. So next weekend is Voices of Dentistry, and then it's the big one, <laughs> the biggest show of the year. Dun, dun, dun. LMT Lab Day Chicago 2020. We will be there all weekend recording anyone walking by the booth to showcase this great event and our great industry. And Barb and I are excited to announce that we will be recording live from the Argon booth in the main exhibit hall at Lab Day. Their booth is usually pretty easy to find, so make sure you head downstairs to the main exhibit hall. We decided to partner up with Argon because they are a wonderful company that 100% supports the dental lab industry. They promise not to influence any content or who we talk to at the show. So, of course, we encourage any attendee, educator, speaker, or even another vendor to stop by the Argon booth and record with them. And if you are going to be there, and everyone should, because I think they have like 6,000 people registered already, if I heard Kelly correctly at lunch, you would want to be on the podcast. So send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com to arrange a time. 
When we do these events, we tend to have a crowd and many times people tell us that they kept stopping by, but somebody else was sitting down with us, which is pretty cool. So if you want to talk to us, send us an email. While we have some great conversations with people sitting down as they walk by, we want to get as many people on the podcast as possible. So if you're interested, please send us an email. And by the way, thank you, Argan. How amazing of this opportunity for Elvis and I for sharing space with you guys at your event. We're super proud and we thank you. And of course, we still have the limited edition shirts specially made for this year's LMT Lab Day Chicago that will start this new decade of dental laboratory technology. These shirts will not, I repeat, not be sold at the actual Lab Day. You must order them online before January 26th so they can be made and shipped to you so you can wear them to the event. Show your pride of being in the best industry ever wearing the coolest shirt at the biggest event. And remember that 100% of the profits go towards the foundation of dental laboratory technology. So head over to this episode's show notes or our Facebook page to order yours today. Awesome. Oh, yes. And I must say thank you to Sean Nowak and Nowak Dental for sponsoring the presidential reception. Sean gave me something afterwards that's uh, near and dear to my heart. And I know that he wor- he listens to this podcast every time he works out. And so thank you for the support. Thank you for supporting Visions and everything that you guys do for our industry. It's super, super awesome. All right, everybody. Barb and I are heading to Phoenix this weekend. Hope we see a couple of you there. If not, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. I have a cat door and he doesn't know how to use it.